You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. going to keep us up to date on the NIT score? If you want me to, I can. No problem. I mean, we've got a lot of new Hoosier fans watching, so it's important. Absolutely. Look how good that lighting looks. It does look good. Oh. Live now. Sharing on the Facebook. Dakota, are you doing the same? Nope. What? Why not, man? You just Come share on. it afterwards. You don't want to get the live, uh, live people jumping in? Crazy talk. <laughs> you, you give me the finger and we're good to go. We've been good. Uh, oh, man. I told you we're live. Welcome to the Ball Soccer Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 106 of East Central Indiana's Favorite Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today, I'm joined by co-host Dakota Davis. Today's episode features Miss Betsy Mills. Uh, this is Betsy's second time on the podcast. This time is her first time, not as a candidate for public office. Uh, we will be talking to Betsy about... Uh, Mine and Jeremiah's time at the Libertarian Party State Convention in Fort Wayne this year. Then we will be talking to Betsy about everything that she's done in the past year. The Luger series, uh, going to the State House and representing Henry County, talking about Senate Bill number 535, uh, talking about her involvement in the America's Future Foundation, the Jail Committee, Chamber of Commerce for Middletown. And then at the very end, we are going to talk a little bit about the future of Memorial Park. So make sure you stick around to the very end to hear about that. All right. This is uh, the show is going to be about our lives in rural Indiana. As always, we promise our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. As, uh, as I was taking notes, I realized it was my turn to talk again. <laughs> I, I did make a note to t- say uh, we're using my laptop today, Dakota, so please don't touch the screen and try to pinch and zoom because it I doesn't work. I just tried to do that. <laughs> Not a touch screen. Seat. Saw it happen. Uh, so if you are a Patreon member, you just got uh, a little bit of bonus content with us uh, talking about the uh, the behind the scenes of the Libertarian State Convention and some stories from Fort Wayne. Uh, we do want to thank Christopher Bilbrey, Brant Spicer, Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, Craig DeCosta uh, for contributing at a level that gets you noticed on the big show. I think that's $50 a month. $50 or more. Yes. Yeah, very much a thank you. Christopher Bilbrey is our, our highest. He's at the front of the line he for is. a reason, I see. And then, Brent, of course, Christy, Jonathan, Craig, you could jump up there, but you gotta, <laughs> you gotta buy your spot at the front. Although, Craig, you're always gonna have a place in our hearts, no doubt. Absolutely, he will. The <laughs> uh, also want to mention the Amazon wish list. Betsy, whenever oh, you gosh. first got here, you you said, "I heard you guys got a on air sign off of the Amazon wish list," and I said, "I didn't know that." Hell, if we know, but. Uh, now that I do know, I know who it's from. So thank you, Betsy, very much for the uh, the neon on air sign. We've been talking about that on the front of the show for so long. How we need uh, an indicator light whenever Chris actually presses the record button. So whenever that comes in, we will. I'll work some magic and 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 get it wired up right to a button on your desk. All right. I'm very happy to contribute. You guys do amazing job, uh, an amazing job of getting the word out on local candidates on local issues. Um, as someone in the county who's trying to pay attention to local issues, I really appreciate that. So it's my 
tiny bit of contribution. I also didn't do it for glory, but thank you for the things. So. <laughs> well, you have to suffer through us BSing through <laughs> all the stuff too. So it's uh, we forgive you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, greatly appreciate that. Uh, always appreciate it when people buy things for us from the Amazon wish list. Uh, on there right now, we we have some uh, studio headphones that are on there, uh, much like the ones that that I have. I think they're a little bit of a different model. Um, they don't have the they don't have like the the soft velvet on the ear. Do they have any of their air conditioned? Because I hate your headphones; they're <laughs> terrible. The the other ones they won't. I I thought of you. They won't have this this warm like blanket like surface. That's good. So have those on there, and then we also have new camera equipment that will help us uh, just do a better job of producing the live stream and the YouTube videos that we put out. Um, we'll be able to do all kinds of things. It's going to be a three camera setup. Uh, Chris Guffey over there will be able to throw graphics on the bottom of the screen. Like, yeah, doing, aren't aren't you ready for more, more jobs, man, you guys just keep piling it on. And then one of the other big things that we could do with the, the new camera setup is anytime we have a Skype caller, we could throw their video onto our live stream video and you could see their faces as well. Now we're going to have to require our Skype callers at least have a shirt on. We don't care if they have pants (laughs) on, but now they're going to have to put on a shirt to call in. Yes. Is there a gender requirement there? Uh, All all of them would have to have a shirt. I don't know. It's... it's a fine line, Betsy. I don't want to get myself in trouble with the Facebook police. <laughs> Let's I'm, keep it a class act. Uh, yeah. Right yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, do that. I don't care what your county. gender is. If you're on Skype, pants aren't required, but, but the shirt, yeah. Shirt, shirt yeah, is definitely say, yeah. required. Unless your pants are in camera shot, then they are also required. <laughs> well, then we'll blame Guffy for producing it wrong. He could shoot hey, it above hey, the head. Hey. <laughs> uh, and if you don't want to do either one of those things, you, you say, I don't want to buy any of the camera equipment because it's too expensive. I don't want to get on Patreon. There are other ways you can support us. Uh, most notably would be the, uh, the the clothing stores that we have. We have three clothing stores on T-Chip. We're probably the last clothing store left in town because I read today in the Courier Times that we're losing the one. It's closing forever. Are we really? Goodies is going away. No, it's, it's reopening not. It's something They're re- else, but it's gone. Goodies isn't the only well, we're clothing in. store. We're the that only we store. We have town. unique. You have to wear we have unique. Stuff. Unique is moving downtown right there by fourteen hundred plaza. You are right. ruining the commercial. They're, You're ruining it. <laughs> unique Killing is going it. to be joining us on the Newcastle uh, uh, Main Street website. Very so. cool. That'll, that's nice. Uh, but we do have the clothing stores, tchip.com slash B-H-O-L-1, B-H-O-L-2, B-H-O-L-3. Number three are the sweatshirts that have the slogan on the back that says Local Stories National Impact, in case you're wondering. Those are my favorite ones. So, all right, Betsy, let's talk about you. Or actually, no, we're going to talk about us. First. No, let's talk about us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got out of place in my it. notes. I love me some me. <laughs> um, so, we went to Fort Wayne. We did. We went to Fort Wayne this weekend for the 2019 Libertarian Party State Convention. Uh, it was a great time. Great time. You mentioned on the Patreon portion that we did, we brought back some awards. Um, Jamie Owens, who is the Liberty Township trustee, won the Susan Bell Office Holder of the Year Award. Um, it, Jamie has done a great job. She's very, very deserving of that award. She's put in a lot of time and a lot of effort into making sure that she can do the very best job that she can do. Uh, so it, it was really, really nice to see her be honored and recognized for that hard work. Um, and then Henry County won the Bill Bean County Affiliate of the Year Award 
Uh, Chris, you're going to want to zoom in on this. I brought the award with us, uh, but we're going to go see landlord Scott Frost, and we're going to have him... Going to get it put up up front, eh? Yep, we're going to have this uh, matted and framed and put up in in the Libertarian Party headquarters. Uh, But what's really cool about this award uh, that we won is that this is the first time that this award has ever been given out. The last year we didn't have this award and then no one knew that it was going to happen. No, no one said that we had been nominated for anything. Uh, it, it was came as a total surprise at the award ceremony. Uh, it was, it was awesome. None of us expected it. Uh, in fact, I didn't even expect it whenever he said that they had a County affiliate award. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was standing in the very back of the room. At all, I guess drinking Marion gin. Gonna win something else, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Uh, it's named after Bill Bean, uh, who was a, a great member of the Libertarian Party. He was the chairman of Marion County, Indiana. He did a lot of good work over there. Unfortunately, we lost him last year. So having an award for the very first time named after as great of a person as Bill is a huge honor for the county. Yeah, Bill was. Uh, Bill meant an awful lot to us, and. Uh, um, there were a lot of a lot of tears and eyes, so it was yeah. it was really neat to uh, to be a part of that, and uh, hopefully we can do it again next year. Um, we're not done; got uh, got some campaigns to run and, and big things to do. So for sure, that's uh, what I that's what I told uh, Micah our 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 competition with our nemesis from with, Knox County with Knox County. Yeah, <laughs> you guys should be really proud. That's awesome, <laughs> and I say that as a Republican in the county who's very active. But um, I I'm delighted to see the action in the libertarian party in henry county and i you guys should be really honored and proud and i'm proud of you just as someone who's observed you and i appreciate people getting involved in the process so just in a heartfelt way congratulations we you definitely uh, deserve it we try to run very professional campaigns and do you the do. things that political parties need to do yeah uh, we take it we have fun obviously there's no way in the world we could spend the amount of time we do doing this junk if we didn't have fun and we weren't you know we weren't making uh making jokes along the way, but we take the work seriously and we really do care. So voters deserve um, good candidates yep. and you guys put forth good candidates. And I am a big fan of that. And, uh, obviously team elephant here, but I, I've, I'm proud of your efforts. So speaking well of done. good candidates, uh, producer, Chris Guffey in the studio, yeah. right now, he's running for city council ward three, right? That is correct. So tell far, me, so tell far me. how many Republicans are running in your race? Zero. Oh, so it's safe for them to play, to play along. It is. They There's, have, they have the, the grand elephant's blessing. They do because there's actually no Republicans running. They can just far, they, they, they have until July fifteenth. July fifteenth. But I've been talking with people. The elephant. Nobody's just, coming through. So can all just the, kiss you right on the nose. All say, the, <laughs> Betsy, Betsy, you guys can all save your nomination or not nominations, but you can save your endorsements until keep, after keep July fifteenth. So it's safe. Come right here. <laughs> Look at but, me. Uh, <laughs> Look at me. Tell the I'm tell looking, the listeners how we're the, making eye contact. Yeah, we are. Tell, <laughs> Tell everybody how they can donate to your campaign. Uh, they can go to Chris Guffey for City Council, and there's a blue donate button up there, and it'll take you to Anadot, and you can just fill in the information. It's real quick, real simple. Anything you can do, would, we would greatly appreciate it. And I think with your help, we can definitely win this election. Mike Broyles uh, notes that Lynn Purdue is running. Lynn Purdue is running for re-election in Newcastle, but in an at-large seat. So at-large, so In your district, it's, uh, there is no Republican at this time. No Republican in my ward at this time there you go all right so now betsy we're going to we're going to talk to you about everything you've been doing we started this group we started group chat before every episode and (laughs) boy was this week a mess and we we (laughs) 
we start planning it out, right? You have done so much since we talked to you last. You have been so busy. busy. Way too busy. Way too overcommitted. I'm, the commute I'm to learning. Penn State alone has to be a bitch. <laughs> I only go a couple times. <laughs> you know, I went once in the fall for work, and I went once uh, right after the new year, and I'm going to go back in two weeks for uh, our big speech competition of the year, which is a really cool program with thousands of students and um, whatever. I'm excited to go back for that, and my department pays for it. But uh, mostly I'm here, and yeah, I've gotten really involved. Jeremiah, you actually, last year after I... Um, before I lost the primary and especially after you said, don't disappear, stay yep. involved. And, um, a lot of people actually said that to me, but uh, you definitely said it to me and I've really taken that to heart. And, you know, this is, I, I was born here. I grew up here. I graduated from Shenandoah, went there K through 12, um, went to college at Ball State for my bachelor's and master's. And, um, this is the area I love. I could live anywhere. Truly. I, I have a remote job. I could live yep. in Thailand. And I, I'm living in East Central Indiana because, because I love this area truly and with all of my heart and uh, trying to get involved. So I've said yes to everything and I need to learn <laughs> to say no because <laughs> I'm way too overcommitted. Yeah. So, so you've gotten involved with the Luger series, which yes. is a, it's not a, it's a statewide, I assume. Statewide, yes. So it's a statewide program. Uh, and you got my attention this week. I've, I've followed and watched as you've mm-hmm. had this, the chance to participate in a number of different events. Uh, but you guys have an event coming up where Congresswoman Elsie Stefanik or Stefanik is mm-hmm. going to be speaking to you. And she's from, I think, New York's 23rd district. Yes. Which is the North Country. It's where I'm mm-hmm. from in New York State originally. So I've followed her. And, you know, when I, I go with Purdue every year to Washington. And so I, two years ago, I think, I went and I signed into her book in her little congressional office and checked out. You know, I said, Hey, I'm originally from Messina. She wasn't there. I didn't get to meet her, but I met her staff and they were very nice. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've followed that, you know, since she came to Congress, she was, I think the youngest woman elected That's to right. Congress until yeah. AOC was elected AOC. from New York as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was the youngest member of Congress or the youngest woman elected. Of That's Congress, right. And she still remains the youngest Republican woman, but yeah, yeah, AOC, uh, took the youngest woman ever yeah. position. Um, and I, I stopped by her office as well. So I, I visit <laughs> all the New York Congresswomen's offices. Um, but, uh, it was a lot of fun, uh, to, to, to check that out. So she's going to come speak. How, how does the Luger series work? Uh, the Luger series is a really amazing program. It's in its 29th year. There have been over 500 graduates at the program. Every year they take 20 women from across Indiana, from various backgrounds. These are uh, lawyers, uh, district attorneys, uh, professionals in business, communications, people who run banks, uh, just elected officials, of course, and, and they have to uh, be Republicans. But uh, I would say that now Republicans in name only or real Republicans. Do you guys have a litmus test? Uh, and- I don't. No rhinos. I think, I think litmus tests are I mean, if, crap. So if Mark Warner was a woman, could he do it? I don't know, Mark. I've heard you talk trash about Mark, <laughs> but lovingly. Um, I would Friday. say we have a lot of ideological diversity, yeah. and we have really good discussions in our group. And I would say that uh, you know people come from all different mindsets in in that group, and. We have really good discussions, really heartfelt discussions about policy, about law, about how to solve our community's problems. I love it. And it's, it's a safe place to talk about issues. And sometimes I wish in our culture right now, we, we have this tendency to become offended or get mad about people who have different opinions. And instead, what if we came to the table with sincerity and respect and open-mindedness and really engaged with issues? And the Luger series provides that. And I'm, it's been an awesome experience. I'm extraordinarily grateful. And you get to do some traveling with that as well? Yes. Uh, we have a big trip coming up to Washington, D.C. in mid-May. Uh, and I hear uh, I'm, 
I, I'm not sure exactly what we get to do. I know we get to go to Mount Vernon. I, I think we may get to go to the White House. There's a lot. Uh, we get to we certainly get to meet with uh, Senator Luger, obviously the namesake of the program. Um, I know that there are a lot of plans in the works. I'm really excited because I hear it's an amazing trip. I did so get we, to go to Mount Vernon last week, first time I'd ever been. Cool. And uh, it was neat. It's a, it's a big farm. Uh, and I can, I, I got there and I really hadn't done the research. I knew it was, you know, President Washington's place and didn't really know that much about the history of it. And you go through and you get to see it all. And obviously he's, um, you know, at the time he was like the Steve Jobs of the world, right? Absolutely. He, or, you know, or yeah. the, you know, the Bill Gates, one of the wealthiest guys in the, in the world, the Warren Buffett. Um, and you can see why he built his house there because it just looks over the Potomac, which looks out and, you know, it's in Virginia, but it looks across into Maryland and, um, phenomenal spot. Something uh, I learned, so, yeah. Something I learned about the Luger series is that that would not exist if not for women in Mount Vernon who personally they own together. It. Yeah, in the eighteen seventies or so, eighteen forties, it was falling out of the mm-hmm. Washington family, and the uh, I don't know, remember the organization's name, but it was a women's group. Mm-hmm. It is a women's group. That, was it the League of Women Voters? No, it was not the League <laughs> of Women Voters. Um, but it was it, Revolutionary Women or some, sure. something along that line. Um, but yeah, they saved the American it from, War Mothers. No, daughters of the American Revolution. No, we're just spitballing here. We're trying to think. (laughs) It's an organization that uh, I don't know of for other reasons other than for this. (laughs) But obviously, they do very good work, and it's it's privately held. How were the workshops that you did? Um, We talked uh, during the Patreon portion that the Leadership Institute gave us gave us a workshop whenever we were at the Libertarian State Convention. So I'm interested to to hear you. Who you guys have? Uh, they are really impactful, and I want to say first that the executive director of the series is a woman named Anne Hathaway. I remember Anne Hathaway's not, name. not Hollywood Anne Hathaway, but uh, political insider. Yeah, I'm taking a picture of you because <laughs> Mike Coyles wants to know if you're wearing a muumuu. <laughs> it's, it's, I can verify it's not a muumuu, but it might appear like a muumuu from the camera. Um, anyway, it's a romper. <laughs> so Anne Hathaway is our executive director, and she is um, a real political mover and shaker in Indianapolis, and originally from Illinois. And she has this incredible career in public service. And going back to, uh, I know she worked for the Department of the Treasury in the '80s. She worked for the George H. W. Bush administration. She was a personal aide to Vice President Quayle and his wife. Um, she is. She is a, gosh, I can't think of any other word other than badass. She's a really cool lady. She has amazing Are Republicans allowed to use that sort of filthy language? Uh, Grand elephant, forgive me, that (laughs) language. Um, She's very cool. Vice President Pence may come down on you. (laughs) I I apologize. Um, But she she is our leader, and she – what I really appreciate appreciate about Anne is that she really believes in empowering women. In public service, because I really think we need more women in public service, and I agree with her on that. And so she's our leader, and I just have to give her a shout out because she is such a good cheerleader. She's also the Republican National Committee chairwoman for Indiana, so she is. Hmm. Um, she's just really accomplished, and she's our leader. And and so we have these workshops. They are hosted every month, or sometimes several times a month. It, usually, they're at big indie law firms like Ice Miller, Barnes and Thornburg. Uh, we had one a few months ago at uh, the Benjamin Harrison Presidential House, which was very cool. We got to do a tour; that was awesome. That is really cool. Yeah, we did one. I think last month was at the State House, and we got to meet with a lot of different people. But you know, we've learned everything about 
how to get involved, how to get out the vote, how to deal with media. Uh, right now we're learning about public speaking, which um, I think you guys know I teach public speaking for Penn State and my job's online, but I actually teach public speaking and I haven't been critiqued in my own personal public speaking <laughs> in literally over a decade. So um, when, when Do you our- get triggered a lot? <laughs> no, I love it. I love it because everybody has the opportunity to get better. So um, Ellen Dunnigan is the woman who is the communications uh, expert who comes in. And I find myself when she comes in to talk to us, I'm like nodding and nodding and nodding because she's exactly right. We take it from different approaches, but her advice is spot on. And uh, next month I have to give a speech in front of my class. And I'm really excited because I never get critiqued. I'm always a critiquer. So, so you could do something like why Republicans act like libertarians on election day, but then they never live up to it after they're elected. Something like that. That'd be a good topic. <laughs> 22, 22 trillion and counting. Oh, the, the Trump story. Huh? Just a little. It's really, it is really nice that the Republicans would put this on and they would and they would invite you to go to it. That way you can get trained up right before you become a libertarian. <laughs> Listen, guys, I, <laughs> she just doesn't come here to be abused. That's why you're so mean to her. I, I deeply admire the Libertarian Party of Henry County and, and your efforts. I am a proud Republican party official in Henry County. Uh, I am a very loyal person in general, so I, I stick to those uh, allegiances. But um, she sounds a lot like, uh, you Nick, know, Nick, she looks, sounds a lot like Nick Saban the last day he was the head coach of the, of the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. And then his plane landed in Alabama. He didn't have a quarterback, though. Like, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> wasn't his fault. Something that I've been talking to Nathan from the Leadership Institute about is just how to be annoyingly persistent without coming off as too annoying. But you know what? I'm ignoring the not coming off as annoying <laughs> part. Hey, I'm honored that, of your interest. I'm honored to be thought of. And um, I, m- my big thing is what can we do together to solve problems in our community? We're all in Henry County. I am so excited that there are so many people in Henry County who want to see positive change. And so I, the way I look at it is we might have different affiliations. We're all going to work together in many ways. It's generational, right? Yeah, absolutely. You don't have parties. You have, you have different ideas and different groups of people that are interested in the future versus the today versus blending the two and and doing what's right for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, So a lot of the issues that we have are not just Henry County specific, but they are demographic specific Mm -hmm. and, and making sure that this, this place that we all share has, has the things that matter to us. Absolutely. And I I think we need to set forth a vision for the future of Henry County. I know we have a a fairly controversial comprehensive plan, but in general, we need to. There's realize- really only one paragraph people. Fight that's over. true. That's true. <laughs> there's one. There, there's paragraph. one paragraph, and it's pretty noncommittal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, in general, I'm excited to uh, keep working on that vision and then realize that vision together. So that's why I'm here. A little bit of cleanup. Mark Sean Orr says it's the Mount Vernon's Lady Association. Ladies Association. He would know. He is yes. so. Uh, he is awesome. Mark knows everything fan. about history. I'm. Thank you. I'm Mark. 100. Percent convinced. <laughs> Matt Pierce. Matt Pierce is warning us that if we keep it up, she may cancel her order. <laughs> <laughs> annoying is what you are, Dakota. Just just plain annoying. Hey. I do it better than you do. <laughs> Don't steal my shtick. All right, we, we will... have cookies and tacos. <laughs> Speaking about the uh, one paragraph and trying and, to get her in over here. 
Oh, we have cookies. What, what are you talking about? I've never trying to get her over to the Libertarian. We have tacos. I've, I've never served tacos in a meeting. But if that's what it takes it's to get, that's what it takes. <laughs> we got I will I pick up a, a taco twelve pack. I'm going to look at the camera as I say I'm a loyal member of the Republican Party, but I I support you guys and um, I think voters deserve good options. And uh, like I said, I'm interested in working together. So um, only friendship from me. All right, back to my segue. You can keep working on me, though. I, I like persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> make it a squirm. It's just unfair. That's no, all good. But back to the uh, back to the uh, the segue that I was in the middle of before I was rudely interrupted by Chris Guffey on the producer's desk. Betsy Don't make has me been, take that microphone. Betsy's been going away. down to the state house and testifying. I've That's been right. There a few times. Testify. Yeah. What, what's up? Somehow related to that one controversial paragraph, right? Gosh, we just can't let it go in Henry County, can we? No, we we killed the horse, we flogged the horse, then we buried it, then we dug it back up so we could hit it again from the other side. Hey, but let's be real, wind's not dead. That's no, true. As of now, it's not. Dead. It's not. It's not. I, I've I, heard good people say that. Respectfully, no, it's not. And I can tell you all about it. We, th- I thought it was for sure until, what, just a couple months ago? No, it's not. Yeah. Let's, so tell, let's so dig tell, into us, Senate tell Bill. us about Senate Bill 535. Okay, so uh, we we kind of learned about this when uh, Representative Saunders was on the show right. uh, before the session started, and he said that uh, the uh, I think Senator Boots from the Crawfordsville area had introduced. Is that right? Western it is Senator Indiana. Boots. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm not sure of his geography, but okay. yes, we'll we'll guess that it's Montgomery County. I don't know for certain, <laughs> but we'll we'll we'll, we'll say that <laughs> Montgomery <laughs> you're just, County. You just mattered every county, Dakota. <laughs> Damn you, Porter County. Uh, <laughs> I have no problem with the fine people of Porter County. <laughs> anyway, um, so Representative Saunders was on and said that Senator Boots was introducing this, and it was a, to, to affect home rule laws. Yes. And he thought that it had a very good chance of passing because uh, Farm Bureau was, was endorsing it. Yes. Tell, um, us, tell us what, you've been, what your involvement's been, what, how you see it, and what, uh, how the legislative process has gone. So yeah, so to review the what SB five thirty five is, um, essentially it it repeals. I mean, a a, wow, a lot of syllables here. uh, Municipalities' ability to exercise powers from outside of its jurisdiction. So essentially, Newcastle can't regulate outside of its jurisdiction. And um, there's a really good philosophical debate here about if I don't elect somebody, if I don't vote for somebody, how do they get to make decisions for me? And that's, there's a really good debate there, right? But um, we have 12 municipalities in our county that have chosen to enact the home rule law. They've passed these ordinances in good faith, and now the state is trying to take them away. And so that's the, that's at the heart of the debate of SB 535. So that was, that was my main question uh, with, uh, with this Senate bill was we, we have all of these, um, we have all these ordinances and things that have been passed by the municipalities specifically dealing with um, industrial wind turbines. Right. And I, my que- my big question was, are all of those null and void after, if this passes? Well, that's the million-dollar question. So, so there, there's right? talk that Henry County's ordinances, or any community, we'll say not Henry County because they're not using yes. specifics, but any community that already has an ordinance in place would be grandfathered in under under the existing law, but going forward, the hope yes. is that that would, you know, it would, it would affect that. Well, yes. Yeah. You've, you've said it very well. And right now, Henry County and other counties are saying, Hey, for those of us who have passed these ordinances in good faith, may we be grandfathered in and then moving forward. Uh, it's really a debate between stakeholders right now. And I mean, it is active right now at the state house. And I've had a lot of phone calls in the last week with, legislative assistance and conversations down the state house with different elected officials. And 
Um, I understand there are multiple parties in this that have a vested interest in the, in the outcome. But um, for our own sake, we're hoping at a minimum that with Henry County, we would be grandfathered in so because we've passed these in good faith. What we've seen is we almost have two different groups that are, that are asserting authority. Yes. You have area planning commissions or whatever. And counties, commissioner, yeah, yes, commissioners, commissioners or county planning yes. commissions that have in unincorporated areas mm-hmm. believe that they have through state law, the ability to, to regulate or to, not regulate yes. these, these areas. And and correct me if I'm wrong, Betsy, but the the current legislation says that it's only in certain instances. Yes. It, dealing, it, is, it is a confusingly written piece of legislation. Mm-hmm. So there's the way that I read it, it, it seemed like it law. was... It seemed like they could they <laughs> more could laws, yeah. Only make laws whenever it comes to the health and safety of citizens. Yes, and certainly the twelve municipalities in our county that have passed this have argued it under health and safety. And, and as these have fa- they these have passed without much objection in the towns. Yes. The towns have mostly been unanimous votes as yes. as it's gone through Moreland, Middletown, each community, Sulphur Springs. Iceland doesn't have one. Uh, it, it's it's gone through these, and most of the, most of the communities that are in the potential northern project siting have have passed this. West Central to North, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the areas that you're expecting to have, yes, uh, have development. Yes, right. yes, that's right. Um, and Middletown was the last one, I believe, that was passed mid February. The first hearing on that was uh, January eighth because I presented on it to Middletown and they passed it unanimously. So, how, how did you get involved in going to the state house and and speaking to legislators about Senate Bill five thirty five and how, how did sure how did you get roped into it's it? It's a good question. Did, did <laughs> the legislators call you and say, "Hey, Betsy, we'd love to hear <laughs> no, from they you. didn't." Um, so we have a lot of people in our county who have been very active in. Uh, addressing the wind projects that are possibly coming in. And uh, I've been kept informed and um, I I felt the need to go. And I went with a, a group of uh, folks from Henry County, including uh, newly elected commissioner Ed Tarantino, newly elected uh, county council member, uh, Ken and Gray, um, other active uh, community members, Melissa Elmore, Bobby Plummer. There have been others as well, but th- those were the most recent that were just spoke this past week at the state house. Yeah, and so the nice thing about uh, our state government is you can actually watch all of that. Right? It's awesome. They, yeah, they, they do a really they good do job. A, they do a great job of making it available to see, so you don't have to schlep down to the council, so you can go fire it up at your phone if you're sitting at the desk. Or Did you guys watch, watch it, it? I watched a portion of uh, yeah. when when it was going through the uh, the Senate the first for the mm-hmm. between the first and second readings. Yeah, uh, I watched that testimony that day, uh, and I think it, it it passed. I think there was one dissenting vote out of that one if i remember right we were pretty disappointed because yeah we went down to testify the first day this was i think back in january this was a a, a rephrase you guys went down to testify twice yes at at, early on and i watched the second that was in the senate now we're in the house yes see i watched the second of the senate side okay yeah and we only were allowed a few people to testify because a lot of us had spoken the week before and i get that yeah um and we thought that a lot of the uh legislators on that committee the senators were uh, amenable to our cause and then they said well we want to see we don't want to kill it now so we want to keep going so it went forward yep it's alive until it's not so yeah explain to me why a a town government should have the authority to legislate outside of his outside of its legal boundaries hey it's a really fair question and i would posit it with this should towns be able to grow and right now, our WEX ordinance is structured that you can build 
500 foot turbines within a half mile of your town. And the way I look at this as a young person in Henry County and something I'm excited about, I've talked to you guys about this before is economic development. And I see us sitting on the I-70 corridor outside of Indianapolis. I see us sitting on the I-69 corridor northeast of Indianapolis. And we look at what is happening in the counties nearby. We see Hancock County. We see Madison County. We see Hamilton County that are growing exponentially because of their proximity to our capital city. And if we now take on wind and we allow these structures to be built outside of our towns, which could grow very soon, if we just sit tight and wait. You're uh, severely limiting development area. Absolutely. And that deeply concerns me. And that's and that really is my concern is impact on economic development. How is this going to move moving forward? How does this impact us? So that's not really a market making a decision though. That's you, you know, you using the, the ability of the town. You're, you're, you're specifically pulling a lever. It's not, it's market, not market driven. You're making the decision that, okay, we're going to pull the lever and the town's going to say no. You could argue we want it that to way. Different. Yeah. I mean, you could argue it that way at the same time. It's, uh, you know, I would say the vast majority of people in our County, if you're looking at it with an unbiased perspective, the vast majority of Henry County citizens are against this. And I realize there are a hundred or so families who've signed up for this. Good people on that list, mutual friends we have. I love them. I disagree with them on this specific issue. And yeah. how, for them to impact the other 49,000, I don't know. I mean, the last election really spoke, I think, to what the county's wishes. We had the highest turnout in the state. 61%. For not only the general, but the primary. And that means, I mean, it's not a coincidence. It means people really care about this issue. We are simply too populated as a county, 126 people per square mile for this to work successfully. You know, it would be the most populated county in the state to have industrial wind development. Absolutely. Yeah. And so under those grounds, you know, economic development, safety, just being too populated, I am strongly opposed. I think if you have a county of five or 10,000 and they say, we're excited about this, let's do it. God bless you. Go forward, do it as a community. But for us, this is, these are not circumstances for success. And so that's why I'm opposed after a lot of study on the issue. John Montgomery's in the chat and he says he owns 82 acres on I-70 and we will not build turbines. Come develop all you want down there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm excited to see uh, the plans he has in the works. Yeah, John's, John's doing great work. So the, yeah. the economic... And he makes a good stake. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> sure he does. No complaints from us. No. Voted uh, number one in Henry County for the last five years. Uh, We're still waiting on the ball saga Liberty sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the economic development side. Yeah. Uh, that I think... I'm going to give you credit here, but I'm pretty sure that that's the first argument um, against Senate Bill 535 that I've that I've actually really thought about. That it, that makes a really good case in my mind uh, against this bill. Yeah, for I just, sure. I honestly and truly, I think if we sit back and exact our vision and plan for the future, anticipating that Indianapolis is growing our way. We can make magical things happen I, without raising taxes, without doing things to impede our citizens. But it, uh, you know, we're a county in debt and, and there's, there are issues there, but we need to be responsible. We need to tighten the purse strings and we need to plan for future economic de development. And this, this does the exact opposite. So, so let's, let's play how a bill makes, becomes a law mm -hmm. the, without, <laughs> without the school of, uh, this is not the school of rock. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. It's not Wait. school of rock. 
Oh no, that's the Jack that, that's Black Jack movie. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse yeah, Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Music. I'm just a Bill. Yeah. Yes. So we uh, and not the not the I'm SNL an executive version. Order, <laughs> and I pretty much just happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Well, Governor Holcomb actually has to has to sign it or not sign it, and then it becomes uh, law with them writing it again, or he votes it. If he, it, whatever. If he so, if he doesn't sign it, then then. Uh, then it passes as well. It can sit on your desk for ten yeah. days, and it passes. Um, you have to actually veto to send it back to the to the Correct. legislature. So it's passed out of one chamber already. That's right. It's out passed of out of the Senate, and now it's, it's sitting in the, in the House. House in the House Select Committee for Government Reduction. Um, you know, we are hoping that they are hearing us, the the folks on that committee, and you know, we think that there's mutual compromise here. Compromise seemed to be the word of the day last Tuesday when we were down at the state house. Um, and I think compromise is compromise is good. And I think we're really hoping that, uh, does that mean like 480 foot tall wind turbines? Let's compromise. <laughs> compromise, <laughs> means, binary. compromise means, Hey, Indiana, you had this law in the books. Municipalities passed this law in good faith. They have their ordinances, allow them to keep them that you allowed them previously. And then moving forward, if you're making a change, fine, but let's be fair to the municipalities who, who made these decisions lawfully. Um, so all the, all this being said, um, two things. First thing is, is that I'm still not convinced that I want Darren Jacobs to have the power to, to tell me what I can do with my land, even though I live outside of Spiceland. Sure. Uh, I should read it into the record that Darren is the administrator. He doesn't have a vote at all in that. I just had to he's, say that to mess with Darren. I, uh, we hadn't had Darren in this episode yet. Fair so enough. He had to be mentioned. Um, second thing is, is what, what do you think the future holds for this? Um, that is a million dollar question. And I oscillate back and forth on what the future is. Um, I really, I would encourage my friends who are listening, uh, make your feelings known to our elected officials down at the state house. Um, I know, uh, you know, Tom Saunders is working and, and, and talking to folks. And, uh, I would say talk to your senators as well. Uh, whether that's Gene Lysing or Mike Gaskell, um, it's out of their chamber, but Hey, it, it, you know, it, we they may be in a conference committee. If it passes, there's right. going to be a conference committee and they may, they may be the one sitting there. Yeah. Keep, keep up, keep up your discussion wherever you, you feel about this issue. And, um, you know, I, I really, in my heart, hope that the count, that the, uh, oh gosh, we're taking a picture. <laughs> I hope that the committee decides that, um, you know, give us what we have already passed lawfully. And then moving forward, if there's a debate, that's fine, but don't take away something that we've already done. That so doesn't seem logical to me. My prediction fair. is that it will it will come through and it's going to pass, and the governor will sign it, um, and then development will attempt to happen, and then the counties, the communities, will cite, and then that's going to lead to an injunction, and you're going to end up in court. I think this is heading to a court battle. I don't know that we're going to see this solved at the county level or legislatively. I think it's going to end up in a court. Wind's not dead. Yeah, I think it, I think at this point you're probably looking at ending up in a court. Yeah, well, it will so. probably be dead after 2022, especially if Trump is elected again. 2020, 2022, because that is when the federal subsidy runs uh, out yeah, on yeah. wind energy, right, right. Yeah. and then it's just not going to be profitable, and it's sure. never going to make sense for it to be developed because they don't they don't make any money. Yeah, if it can't stand on its own without tax dollars. See, and- that's been my whole argument the whole time with the wind debate is is. Let the market work with them. Yes. If if we would open up the market to innovation, then it would stifle a lot of. It, no, it would encourage a lot of competition between wind companies. They would be looking for 
for better ways to develop their energy producing products. Um, we've seen that with solar as the federal government and the state governments have backed off more and more. Uh, solar panels have become way cheaper mm-hmm. and the solar industry in Indiana is one of the fastest growing industries across the state. Uh, so it's uh, getting government out of things always leads to more innovation because, because it's not being artificially funded. I certainly agree with that. So, yeah, I, I'm still, I, I still, I'm very sure that we're, we're not going to see a county, a county subsidy. I don't think there will be an abatement. The votes were never no, there for an never. abatement. That's not going to happen. Ever, ever. Uh, and I don't, I still am very skeptical that development would actually happen without well, one. Calpine has said they will move forward without an abatement. So. But if you're that, negotiating, you know what I mean? I, I still think they come to the table and ask for it and then make, make a decision later. Probably. But if you're negotiating, you're not going to say, well, the hell with it. I'm going to walk away now. If you're, if you're a corporation, you're still going to ask for that regardless. Sure. Um, yeah. They, they need to ask. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it makes no sense not to ask. You know, what's funny with SB 535 when it was first brought uh, to the, I forget the committee it was assigned to in the Senate. Um, but Senator Booth said, this is not a bill about wind. And I mean, he was very clear about that. And then when we got to the state house, to the house select committee on government reduction last Tuesday morning, you do potentially open a slippery slope to other things. Sure. There's and a lot in that the, bill. The, the, it's very, uh, obviously from Henry County, people care about it through the wind lens, yes. but it's like anything else. There are a number of unintended consequences yes. that mm-hmm. the knife can cut the other way and you have to be damn careful. Yeah. You're, yes. And, and what I found funny was that he has said repeatedly, this is not about wind. And there's, I don't think wind is mentioned in the bill, but I'll be darned. We were at the state house last week and there was a big lobbyist for, uh, uh, wind in general in the state of Indiana. There were attorneys for apex and Calpine there who spoke very eloquently. Um, yeah, for not being a bill about wind, that five hundred dollars an hour will buy you some beautiful. Well, work. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Yeah, yeah they uh, they were eloquent. I'd like to think we matched them, and I actually heard, heard some feedback from elected officials that we were maybe more compelling in some ways. I hope, God willing. But um, sounds like there's a lot of really good discussion happening around it. There is, and I mean, there are legitimate philosophical debates about: Do you get to make decisions outside of your jurisdiction? And I think that has to be recognized that. Hey, there's a good debate there. But then again, I vote for one legislator, but a hundred legislators in the house make decisions for me. You know, like what? It's the city of Newcastle decides what I pay for water rates and I'm underrepresented on the council. I have exactly zero council. Sure. People sure. That happens all the county. time in democracy. And I'm not right. saying it's perfect, but that, that happens constantly. So just for a little longer, Jeremiah, I've got plans. <laughs> <laughs> I still won't live in a district. Just like the mayor. Um, all right. So let's, okay. Let's put a pin in, in the Senate. Okay. Before we talk about America's future foundation. Yes. Um, uh, there's, there's some other things since we've been talking about your involvement in the state house and in, in government and things, you informed us today that you are on the Henry County jail committee as well. Yes. Um, I have not been to a meeting in the last month because I keep scheduling them when I have things like the Luger series. Um, which I committed to previously and, and, and obviously I'm really excited about. Um, but right now, one of the, you know, outside of wind, I would say the biggest issue facing our county is our jail situation. You guys have spoken very well to this in I mean, many, many episodes. Um, but essentially we have a lot of overcrowding in our county jail. It wasn't built to house as many people as it has right now. And a lot of that is because of the state housing more people here than they should be. Um, so we have some really serious discussions about what the future of incarcerating 
people in Henry County looks like. And so uh, there's the overarching committee. I specifically am on the master plan committee for that. Um, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. we have a jail of the Henry, or excuse me, we have a tour of the Henry County jail and some sort of educational session. It's supposed to go till three in the afternoon. I'm not really sure why three in the afternoon. That seems like a long day, but I'll be there. Um, so we're learning more about this. And Sounds like they're sending you to prison, Betsy. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to say I'm looking forward to it, but uh, no, I, I look forward to, I, you know, for us to make logical decisions, I think we need to see what the inside of the jail looks like. And so we have to face facts. I know it's bad in there. Have you toured it? You've toured it? No, I haven't actually. I, I've talked about it for a long time. I've never done it. Tomorrow's the day. So, um, and I think a lot, of, that's the day for a lot of us. So we're going to learn more about what it looks like. Um, you know, the sheriff and, and major, uh, sheriff, uh, and major both have worked to educate a lot of us on the situation, but, uh, we need to learn more. And this, this really is a massive issue for Henry County. So, um, yeah, we're in the middle of it right now, just educating ourselves and trying to understand, you know, we don't want to build a $20 million facility. We don't have the money for it. We're already in debt. Can we, Combine a facility regionally with another county. Those discussions are underway. With Madison County. Yes, um, it sounds like we missed out talks with Delaware County, which is really disappointing. And I know they're moving forward, um, but I, I mean, it, at least in my mind, how do we do this efficiently and effectively for the taxpayer? State's got to send, stop sending so darn many people to the. Well, yeah, that's to the, the jail first to, problem. to have to be in yeah. there, right? But now, now, real quick, when was the last meeting for that? Because I. I I went to February's meeting, but I didn't get the the info on March's meeting. I uh, million dollar question. I, <laughs> they keep scheduling them when I am tied up with other things that I've committed to months in advance, and I keep saying I'm so sorry. So yeah. I sound like a really ineffective committee member committee yeah. member right now, but I'll be there tomorrow morning. Trust me, it happens. And then, uh, <laughs> oh crap! So you, yeah, you are you a part it. of the Americans. America's Future Foundation. That's right. Yeah, our Indianapolis a, a, chapter. A lot of our common friends are involved in this. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Tim McGuire Tim, Tim earlier. McGuire. Uh, Danny Lundy, who I think won not one but two awards this weekend. He did. He did win two in, awards in, in Morgan County. Yeah, those are both great guys, and they're we both... got the best from Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> the um, lovely Sarah Morrill. I stole oh, her from away there? from Danny. Yeah, actually, oh, she's from Mooresville. Cool. She was the uh, chairperson in Morgan County before oh before Danny was. That's really cool. Yeah, so they both, uh, I serve on the AFF Indianapolis board with them, along with Chloe and Agnos and other folks. Um, Chloe's our fearless leader. She does a phenomenal job. And so the AFF, America's Future Foundation, really, uh, it's a nonpartisan group. We have a lot of libertarians. We have a lot of conservatives and Republicans. We also have liberals who come out to our events who are interested in what we're talking about. We have really good discussions about free market solutions and how we can solve our own problems in our communities, not with the government intervention, but on our own. And so um, I'm really excited to be involved with that because I think we do really good work. So you guys are hosting an, an event called Axe the Tax. That's right. Uh, it is at Bad Axe Throwing That's in right. Indianapolis. Chase, Chase Payton and I, which I don't even know if Chase Payton is still alive. I haven't talked to him since. <laughs> I tried, I tried to reach out over the weekend. I think he's working 27 hours a day now. I don't, yeah. We tried to talk him out of it, but he, here he is. I miss Chase. Chase yeah. is my buddy. He got suspended. Too many F words. <laughs> <laughs> Chase is the reason if you look on the, uh, on the table in the live feed, there's a, there's a picture of uh, Chase, with Dakota, some, and myself. With some no. Joseph Stalin type <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, it was but, his uh, going away gift. Chase, uh, Jason has been 
he I've reached out to him about trying to go to bad axe throwing. He's you guys should definitely come. Now we haven't been able to make it. We've either one of us has been busy each time. And, and if, but of course it's always been times where like everyone else is busy. Like my wife's away, his girlfriend's away and it's, we hit each other up at on Friday night at seven o'clock. You want right? to go? Yeah. And it just hasn't worked out, but maybe bad axe throwing hosting Axe the Tax on Monday, April 15th is finally my chance to go. Yeah, you should definitely go, and tickets are going fast, so I would get on the AFF page and order them quickly. Um, it's going to be a great event. Have you thrown in the axes? I've never done it. I really want to. I think I'd be good at it because I'm good at throwing things, but um, I have never done it before. I'm not very good at throwing things. Uh, he is the <laughs> world's worst dart player. Really? <laughs> it's horrifying. I don't have in the fact, great... If, if we go together, I'm going to have to stand 40 feet behind you when you throw an axe because <laughs> it could be... Actually, I don't want to stand directly behind you either because that could hurt too. I have fantastic hand-eye coordination too. Mm-hmm. Uh, just video from games. years of playing video yeah, games. It helps. But I, I don't know. I've... I played outfield and short base whenever I played baseball. Short base? Short base? Or no. Short is that, is sorry, that short t-ball? Is that a <laughs> t-ball position? Sorry. So I've got like... Short base. Drumming. I was I played drums all through uh, fifth yeah. grade to senior year at Shenandoah. I was drum major. And I've got softball and throwing shot and disc all the way from middle school to high school. So I'm hoping that that lends itself well to throwing the axe and not... Betsy and I had a very similar yeah. high school career. I don't want to hurt anyone with those axes. <laughs> <laughs> they allow you to drink. I cannot believe they let you drink and throw axes. They're like but I'm off. honestly excited for Unless it. You, the only thing that would be bad is if you went like that. Uh, and and you accidentally let it slip out of your hand. Over the head. That's yeah. why I said I don't want to be 40 feet behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you guys seen, fine. speaking of throwing axes, have you guys seen the commercial that Jason Momoa did when he throws his axe for that company? Mm-mm. That's the most manly I've ever seen. Something. <laughs> he's awesome. I wish he were still on Game of Thrones. Like he throws an axe. He's drinking a beer and he's like, "Wrap it up, boys. That's the commercial." <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, it is, sir." <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So that's going to be a fun event. So, how do you become more involved inside uh, America's Future Foundation? Uh, you should definitely reach out to me. You could reach out to Chloe, Tim McGuire, Danny Lundy, Kyle Pierce. There's a lot of people on the uh, board who would love to get you involved. Um, we have events almost every month, if not every other month, uh, open to everybody. This is a nonpartisan group. There's a lot of real cool, really great events on uh, service, on professionalism. We had a headshots and happy hour event last month at Liberty Street in Indianapolis. Basically, people came and got professional headshots, um, got a free drink. Uh, got to workshop their resumes, you know, really good stuff. We don't check, you know, party affiliation at the door. Uh, we have really good discussions. Uh, back in October, we had a panel on the opioid epidemic and how to solve that through free market solutions. And actually, something I'm really excited about this summer is we're going to have an event with uh, Eva Moses Core. Are you guys familiar with who she is? No. Yes, I am. Absolutely. I love her. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. She, okay. She's so. aggressively agreeing. <laughs> well, she's amazing, right? So that's yeah, why you're reacting I, so strongly. Yeah, I've seen her speak twice. I've never gotten to see her speak, but I'm, I cannot wait. And so to fill you guys in, so she is a Holocaust survivor. She's, yes. Okay. I'm with you now. She, you just Google her. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah. She survived. Auschwitz. Oh, yes. I saw she's her at the, the Minotrisis Center. She lives, yeah, she she's, lives at Terre Haute. She's like this amazing woman. She is one of the most decorated Hoosiers ever with regards to civilian awards. 
Um, and her big thing is, so she survived with her twin sister, so many horrible experiences at Auschwitz with, uh, she was experimented on by like the most evil Nazi doctor. As twins, they do that. Yeah. They did that. Too. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Joseph Mengele. Mengele. Yeah. Mengele. Sorry. I, I'm not a German speaker. You're but, just like me. Uh, <laughs> I can do Spanish, not German. But, uh, anyway, so she survived all this. She's like in her eighties now. And her big thing is forgiveness. And the Nazis took her parents from her. They took her older siblings. They experimented on her and her twin sister. I mean, just truly evil behavior. And somehow she has found it in her heart to forgive. And I think that is amazing. I don't know that I could do that. I I think I would be a bitter and broken person if that were my life. But somehow she has uh, become stronger from it. And so um, we are hoping to facilitate this event, have a screening of her documentary that came out last year, and also have her there. So we're very excited about that possibility. Very good. Uh, a couple other items that we wanted to uh, talk about with you. You are the 14th hat you're trying to wear. Uh, yes. Middletown, yes. your hometown or yes. your home proximity town yes. is, uh, is starting a chamber of commerce and you're, you're involved with that. That's right. Yeah. We have, uh, you know, there's a lot of discussion around the county about like, how do we become stronger? How do we get in the right direction? How do we develop a mutual vision? And so uh, when I ran for county council last year, I had some really good discussions with folks I went to high school with who are now business owners and professionals and just these incredibly impressive folks that I'm really proud of. And, you know, they grew up and they've, they've done really good things with their lives. And so we've had these really good lunches and mutual discussions about how do we get Middletown on the right track? Henry County too, but specifically Middletown. And so our thought is uh, Henry, or excuse me, uh, Middletown's Chamber of Commerce died out a few decades ago as a really good starting point. And at minimum, it helps the sure. business community. The be existing supported. businesses, right? Yes, yeah. exact. You know the the businesses that exist. Um, more is coming down the line, but we think this is our first step, and so uh, we've announced ourselves officially to the Middletown Town Council, and we're in the formation stages. So, so, so what does that look like? You guys form a board, and you tr- eventually try to fundraise and and get an executive director, or how does that? What's the, what's if you're starting that kind of a project? What are you doing? I think this is going to be a shoestrings type of project. You know, we're not. This is going to. I think one model to really look at is Knightstown. Knightstown is a really successful chamber of commerce. Uh, we are looking to sit down with them very soon. Um, emails are sent out, and and I need to set, really uh, check in about that. But um, really establishing. I don't believe in just inventing things. I think you, you, you don't reinvent the, the wheel. You find the model. Yeah, that's a lot more efficient and effective. And Nightstown is the exact same size as Middletown. So I'm looking to see what they've been up to. Um, but yeah, we, we want to support our business community in Middletown. We're looking for more development, development in Middletown with our proximity to the I-69 corridor. Um, things are exciting. So we're, I, I'm saying this, we're very much a work in process. This is not something we're hoping for a harder launch this summer um, in time for the Middletown Fair, but um, very, very excited about that and, and happy to be a, a member and, and, and contributor to that. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So we are getting to that point in the show where we've run out of show notes. So that means it's final thoughts. <laughs> um, real quickly, uh, on the announcement side from here, uh, we do want to welcome the IU basketball fans that, uh, that are jo- have joined us after the, uh, Kent Benson episode. We shared, uh, shared the video into an IU basketball group. And I think we picked up about 700 views since this morning. Wow. Uh, and a number of likes. So, uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully all of you know folks are enjoying the show, enjoying the program. Uh, we try to talk about sports. We talk about life. We talk about politics. We talk about comedy. We find, talk about whatever the heck's interesting to us. Uh, as the, as the advertisement producer, Chris, young Chris, please zoom in on this. 
the full page ad that we got on the back cover of the 2019 Libertarian Party State Convention, Local Stories, National Impact, and also on tchip.com slash bhol3, there's a sweatshirt and a t-shirt that has that on the back. The uh, the other neat thing today, uh, some breaking news. I, there's two items we have to cover, Dakota. Uh, we had breaking news. Uh, we were, were the four, first news outlet in the uh, county to report. The uh, state of Indiana community crossings grants have come out, and uh, the city of Newcastle received a little bit over $700,000. The uh, county of Henry County uh, is going to receive about uh, $999,000. And I believe Middletown is going to get uh, close to a quarter million dollars in uh, yes. in state matching funds. Uh, so big news for all of those communities. Um, it's pave, uh, pothole patching season and paving season. It's upon us, so it's uh, very much needed. It's a matching program from the uh, from the state. Uh, depending upon the size of community that you have, you have to have a certain amount of dollars to match it. So uh, for a community the size of Newcastle's, it's one to one. So the seven hundred and some thousand dollars the city was able to come up with. The state matched that money. Uh, I think it's a uh, 75-25 program for counties at our size. And I would imagine that Middletown is probably a similar program as well. Yeah, uh, We outlined that in the post that we had. But that has gone unbelievable. Uh, uh, we appreciate all of the folks that have shared that and helped the reach. Uh, when we have news like that and we're able to share it uh, and you guys put it out, you help the show and help our platform. Uh, Facebook works on engagement and, and uh, shares. So – Anytime you see news like that, it's always great to leave a comment, say thank you, say hey, we'd like you to do this differently. Um, you know, any anything along those lines helps the program out. Uh, like shares, obviously the Patreon thing is great, and we appreciate everybody that helps us there. But even if you can just like the page, share the page, subscribe on YouTube, um, yep. the more you interact with the comment, the better uh, the better it does, and the more successful it is. To, Word of mouth is to the get it out thing. for you guys. Uh, we record these, and we'd do the same effort and put the same thing into it, whether two people watch it or 2,000 people watch it. Yep. <laughs> uh, but it, it really is uh, rewarding for us when uh, when it goes far. So we appreciate it uh, when, when you guys kick in and, and help us out. So that's been a fun one today. Yeah, this has been a great episode. I think in the last few hours, it's already got about 30 shares. So that's great. It's gone far. Yeah. And most of the city officials shared it. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it's great news. We, you know, our roads need work. I live on 950 North. It's gotten a lot of attention lately for being, it's in bad shape and where I live. So um, I'm excited. And what, to see what's that. bad about living on a county road that's really bad? is that you can hear the cars when they hit the potholes. Mm -hmm. Like my road's actually pretty decent with the exception of right in front of my house. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of potholes there and they've been patched for years and years and years. So the pavement's just super uneven and people will be flying going like 50 miles an hour. And then you hear them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You just start collect uh, hubcaps (laughs) in the yard. There are mufflers and parts in our fields right now. Henry, uh, between 200 theater West on I 50 North is bad. I'm I'm excited to see them put this money to good use. So I know that I, and it's, I know the County's working hard, the highway department, they are working. Yeah. It's just, it's a money game. So we need that money. It's not the end all be all, but it's a start, right? You know, there were some comments, some, some snide comments saying, well, it's a drop in the bucket. It's not enough. And, you know, the, the same people that'd be mad if they didn't get anything at all, right? Better than nothing. If, if your community got skipped over completely and you got nothing out of it, then that would be a, right. well, we, you, you'd have some, some anger there as well. There was a lot of conversation last year about, uh, was this the grant that we didn't, that, uh, inadvertently didn't get applied for in time? 
Yes, this by is, the mayor's this is office. What, uh, the yeah. city did not get the last two cycles. This is the first time the city of Newcastle has received these funds. Yep. Um, the uh, coroner from uh, Shelby County, Bradley Wood, is in here, and he says, "Out in California, they put grooves in the on the road to play the William Tell song uh, for the Honda commercial." And that's uh, that is true. I remember that uh, very well. It didn't work out very well. James it? Hinchcliffe is my favorite Honda pitch man, but uh, those are all potholes now. Th- yeah, they're just potholes. <laughs> it's uh, and some poor town out there is like. <laughs> need a community crossings grant but wasn't it like really i mean the intentions were really good but like it didn't come out very well like the timing of it was kind of screwed up so the william tell like, song yeah I, it would have made me buy a honda that's why sarah drives it i'm pretty sure oh it's bradwood <laughs> it's bradwood from farmer's brad's market he's mark's friend a different brad different bradley Wood. we have two brad woods that follow us <laughs> wow damn we are so complicated well, hi to the Brad in Shelby County, too. Here's the corner. <laughs> and hi to uh, Chicken Brad. That is the pinnacle of success, it I is. think. When we, when we don't know We've all done enough. fans, that's well, over. There's no, there's no other peak that we can You've reach. you got your team of Brad Woods. You're good <laughs> we, to go. We're full up on Brad's. We can't have any more. If you're, if you're a Brad, unsubscribe today. Uh, all, right. all right. You owe us an update on Memorial Park, Dakota, and then we're going to yes, work I do. our way out. So I feel bad because... Uh, Jerry Williams, who has supported the show so often in the past, and uh, she's asked us a a few times to come out and live stream the Memorial Park Board meetings because she was recently appointed to the board. Uh, haven't been able to make it the past few times. Uh, I had to work last night, and I don't know what these slackers were doing, but I couldn't go out and live stream. But she uh, she did give us an update about um, some of the stuff that they had going on. Uh, Kathy Hamilton from the Hope Initiative went out there and gave a presentation about some of the things that uh, they were doing. Uh, Ed Tarantino was there at 530 uh, because he's the commissioner over the park board. Um, just real short here, uh, it sounds like they're going to be reopening bids for the Smith building project instead of accepting any, uh, instead of accepting the one that came through last time. They continue to uh, rescope and revise and try to make sure that they, they're specking exactly what they need to have or the appropriate yeah. things. Um, Ed will be giving a, an, an update on that at the, uh, the next commissioner's meeting. And, um, they are also looking into getting better architectural drawings of because apparently the last set that they got was really vague and they think that that could have contributed to the high cost of the bid. Absolutely. Um, you have to make a lot of assumptions and qualifications and you just right. pad your number if you're not specific enough. So, like I said, Kathy Hamilton from the Hope Initiative came forward and she was talking about um, a bunch of stuff and uh, she talked about the new committees that were being set up in the park and um, forming the new committees. Uh, the committees actually had their had meetings last night as well, um, and the park board is is giving uh, giving the three committees fifty thousand dollars from the sell sale of the Memorial Park golf course, and that those funds were originally allocated to the doing renovations on the old side of the park, so the old playground area. Um, so these committees are going to make sure that those funds still go to that. And so that's not that's a big, big change in the budget. There have been volunteers, but they haven't had money allocated or something to work from. So, right. sure. um, that's, that'll be good for them to have something to work from. Um, it takes both sides, right? You, you have to have volunteer workforce. You also have to have shovels and mulch and paint and, and, and things for them to work directly with the, uh, yeah, the committees last night, I guess, came up with, um, 
some lists of things that they were hoping to get done in 2019 or 2020 in the upcoming months or year. Um, So, yeah, it it sounds like there are a lot of people at Memorial Park that have been appointed to these committees, have are new to the board, are working directly with the board, that all have the best interest of the park in mind. Is is what I'm getting from all of this. That's really so. exciting. It's such an it's such a great attribute of Henry County that we have it. And you know, let's take advantage and get people involved. I think that's that's really exciting. Yeah, very much. All right. Well, thank you, Dakota. We are You're now welcome. officially at our final thoughts portion of the segment of the uh, program. Betsy, was- is there anything that we needed to cover that we didn't yet? Are you yeah. raising money for a future election yet, or how's this? Uh, oh, how, how do we get in line to be on the Betsy Mills for Any something? Exploratory committee? committees open. Betsy Mills for dog catcher twenty twenty. <laughs> um, oh, look at you growing government. We don't have a dog catcher. <laughs> we don't need a dog catcher, Betsy. Okay, You're so, just going to raise my taxes to pay oh, for your no, Chris job no, to be no, dog no. catcher. Uh-oh. Uh oh, what wrong there? Um, so the 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 honest truth is, I am not quite sure. I I intend to run in twenty twenty for what. Million dollar question. I'll look at council. I'll look at other options. I live in in the northern district, so you know, I can't run for commissioner. Um, I'll just have to see what it what's out there, and I'll I'll talk to my advisors and and uh, interested parties. But I definitely will run again. I'm excited to run. It's exciting, to you know, not be a candidate right now. You but I run I, for Congress. We haven't really seen our congressperson very much. He's he visits, but only at like meetings. No uh, comment. Amongst, amongst, <laughs> I'd be that'd be one that'd be fun. Uh, I am, yeah, I'm waiting. Take on the vice president's <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, well, um, I'm excited to get involved and, and represent the county and, and wherever. So we'll see, we'll see where opportunity leads. Um, two things I did want to highlight. Um, so I, I've obviously talked a lot about the Luger series. Um, this is open to Republican women throughout the state of Indiana. I am only the third woman from Henry County in 29 years to represent the county. So if you are from Henry, I mean, you don't have to be from Henry County, but uh, if you're interested in learning more, please let me know. I'd love to get you information. I, I'm, this is such a great program. I would also say that next Friday, uh, April 5th is, uh, you mentioned Congresswoman, uh, Stephanie's coming in and she, she is doing a lot to bring more women, Republican women into Congress and into Republican politics in general. Which she I, has a podcast. Does she? The oh my she gosh. She said podcast. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh my gosh. I have to check that out. Um, but anyway, we are selling tickets to that. I'm required to sell a few tickets. Um, if you would like a ticket to that luncheon, which I think is going to be phenomenal. So to my table. It's going to be awesome. Hang out with me and my mom and friends and, you know, folks from the county. Uh, please let me know. I'm accessible on Facebook. Gmail. Buy Betsy's tickets. Dang Betsy Mills at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. And, and also I just want to get a good group there. I think it's going to be an awesome event. So where, just, is, where is that event? It's at the Indiana Roof Ballroom from Ooh, very like 1130. Is it? I've never been. You've never been? No. Man, it's plush. Uh, cool. I'm it's very Republican. You'll feel comfortable. <laughs> so it's 1130 to 1 uh, There's next There's a great Friday. big wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, the only Mexicans are serving you. It's oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Oh, you're going to get all of this in so much trouble. <laughs> I have to opt out of that one. Oh. Oh. She didn't even laugh. Oh, oh man. It's okay. <laughs> you, can, you can laugh when the camera's off. You won't tell. Anyway, but this is going to... I'm sure they're all documented and they've passed all... They could probably work for Trump. I mean, oh, it's, you know. they're, very, they're very, very much... That's okay. the type of immigration that Trump is in favor of. Legal. He just says we want it legal. 
we are looking forward to an awesome event. <laughs> <Next Friday. laughs> Listen, if you have trouble, I don't want to speculate on the nationality of the servers involved. <laughs> if you have any trouble selling the tickets, then let me know, and I will hook you up with Nathan from the Leadership Institute, and he'll teach you how to be annoyingly persistent. <laughs> Can awesome. I count on you to come to this? <laughs> That's yeah. good phrasing. It is. Make it direct. All right. Very good. Well, thank you, Betsy. Thank you for Hopefully having me. Hopefully we didn't cost anybody any jobs. I don't think so. No, this has been a blast. I hope I don't get in trouble with anybody, but I've had a really good time. So <laughs> it's a pleasure to come on here. We like to play with the electric fence, but it usually doesn't kill anybody. It just knocks you on the knee, your knees a couple of times. <laughs> Dakota. Uh, honestly, I had the I was planning on making the mo- Memorial Park section my final thoughts, but uh, since we already covered that, then I'll make my final thoughts section. Um, I want to say thank you again to everybody in the leadership of the Libertarian Party of Henry County for bestowing upon us the honor of the Bill Bean County Affiliate of the Year Award. That is a, is a big deal to me. Like I, I told Betsy before the show started that I won an award last year. Uh, personally, I did, but having the county win the award is a, is a much bigger deal. Um, and I also want to thank Christy Avery again for putting on a great convention. We had a great time this weekend. And, Christy. Yeah. yeah. And a shout out to Brent Terhune. He was great live. He was absolutely hilarious uh, in person and at the Fort Wayne Comedy Club. He was great. The servers were great. Place was clean. So make sure you go check that out if you get it to get the chance. Uh, Producer Chris, we skipped over you. That's my fault. You always do. This is how this works. I've actually got two quick updates. So the Hoosiers are playing the Wichita State Shockers. Wichita. Whoop. They are currently down by two with 721 in the second to go. So I guess we're pulling for the IU win, boys. Then also, another big news. Spoiler up. Connor McGregor Quitter. retired. Announces his retirement. I, I saw some <laughs> stuff. That whiskey is doing so good. He's like, I ain't got to punch people in the face no more. Did you guys watch Jimmy Fallon last night? No. That was my sister. My sister lives in New York City. She actually works for a company in Middletown, Fabicab, which is awesome. But my sister was in that taping. Really? She was uh, when he was on Jimmy Fallon last night. He was talking about looking forward to this fight in July, like his upcoming fight. And then he, I got a push alert at literally 2 a.m. that was like, Conor McGregor retires. It was yeah. two hours after Jimmy Fallon retires wow because of domestic violence i was gonna say there was a story that came out of ireland today i guess but my sister was at the taping anyway yeah yeah Yeah. and he he said yep i'm out phone yeah he took it just went fuck this phone (laughs) chase's ghost lives ah man I got to do it. Brantley <laughs> asked. And see, he yelled it into the mic, too. And that's the mic that doesn't have a limiter. So it's just going to be It's just going to blow loud. Up. That's just sad. You're welcome. All right. That's <laughs> enough of that. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody that listens. Uh, do us all a solid. Share share the show. Like the show on Facebook. Uh, email us, uh, jeremiah at com uh, or dakota at com. Uh, let us know what you think, what you like, what you don't like. If uh, if you want more uh, more of Betsy, let us know. If you want more of Chase, there's you know, a survey find a link on the job. Facebook page as well. There's a survey to fill out. Give us your feedback. Uh, rate the show on iTunes. I don't promote this enough, but uh, we can we can actually run up the uh, run up the flag poll in uh, in iTunes if uh, if we if we rate and get comments and and do all that stuff. We really don't push that very much, uh, we but we should. So if you guys are listening at this point in the show, you're obviously a you love us, right? So jump in there and give us five stars. Five stars, please. Just like your Uber driver asks. 
Unlike my mom, who gave me four stars, and I had to go back and say, Mom, what the hell did I do wrong? It's five stars only around here. She was our only four-star review. Oh, my the rest gosh. Were five yes. stars. She's, the, She's harsh. She is the French judge. Wow. Um, next week, we are dark. It's the first time we've had no show in ages. Uh, but Since last uh, fall. Yeah, we can't get the schedules together. We've got uh, a lot of moving parts around here. So uh, I guess next week is spring break for us. We will be back on uh, April 11th. So that is the uh, that's the next we'll one. We'll be back on April 11th, hopefully with Mark Brim. Potentially. As long as his boss says it's okay, a.k.a. his wife. Mark was supposed to be with us uh, tonight, but uh, he, he knows we always record on Thursdays, except when we don't, and, uh, and he's and can not I, available. Can I shame Mark really quick? Go for it. Okay, so here, here's the deal, Mark Brim. Uh, you said that you thought it was Thursday. So I was like... Oh no. Did I just uh, by default say Thursday <laughs> in my in my message and reaching out to someone? Uh March 18th uh at 11:25 a.m. Dakota Davis sent a message to Mark Brim on Facebook Messenger. Would you be interested in coming on BHOL next Tuesday the 26th? Mark. And then he said, "Can I wear something skimpy?" <laughs> <laughs> said, "Of course, it's a safe space." Then he sent me a picture of himself, and he said, uh, I'll ask my boss. And then at March 19th at 8.55 a.m., he said, boss said it's okay. See you on the 26th. Sad. That's the way life goes. Shame. It's all right. Shame. 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 <laughs> shame. We need a bell. We need a shame bell. Yes. All right. Betsy's our bell. You have to come every Thursday now. Sorry. I'm in. Until next week, we will see you guys. Until the next show, not next week. We'll see you later. April 11th. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.